Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. And on this week's episode, we're going to be looking at a uh, NBA playoff early look. Uh, basically going over what I believe to be the eight teams that make the playoffs. And basically what I think seeding will be and how I think the playoffs will look when it comes uh, down to it. So we'll be going through our uh, top eight in the East and West and... Just where I think it goes and my potential playoff situations that might occur. So let's go with the East and go from there. So I think the number one seed is going to be the Philadelphia 76ers. And I think they are going to have a great regular season. And with Doc Rivers in there, he took this group of guys who last season kind of were a mixed bag. And has turned them into a much better team. A lot of people didn't think the Embiid-Simmons fit would work, and I think um, to an extent they're right. But, you know, Doc Rivers has taken something that Brett Brown couldn't do and turned it around, you know. They also added a bunch of shooters, Danny Green, Seth Curry. They added Tyrese Maxey in the draft, who looks like uh, one of the better rookies despite being the 20th pick. You have great players on your team. They don't have depth on the bench. Um, like some of these other teams have, but 76ers look like they're the number one seed, and they look pretty good. I think the number two seed, when it's all said and done, will be the Brooklyn Nets, and I expect during the trade deadline, Brooklyn to use, they have about $5 million in a um, injured player exception from Spencer Dinwiddie's injury. I expect them to go after someone within that range, basically trading away second-round picks to get this done i think they'll be the two seed with a solid group surrounding them you have three all-star players with durant and kyrie and james harden who in my opinion when all healthy can be one of the best if not the best in the east but you know there's going to be times when kyrie's out when durant's out james harden might miss a game or two so they won't be together a hundred percent but I think they'll be the two seed. I think they'll be, you know, one of those teams that just can get it done. Then we have the Milwaukee Bucks, and they'll be the three seed. And I don't know um, uh, how good they can be uh, in the playoffs, but they basically upgraded their point guard position with Drew Holiday. And Dante DiVincenzo has stepped up big as their shooting guard. And their team looks a lot different in that sense. Um, Plus, they got great pieces off the bench, which weren't there last year, I think. You know, they'll be the three seed, and they'll be a good three seed, and they'll be pretty good. Then we have our four, and I think that'll be the Boston Celtics. And maybe the Celtics can do something at the deadline and trade for a player who impacts them. And if that's the case, then they could move up the standings. But as these teams sit, this is what I see. Celtics is the four seed. They have a good team. They, you know, are probably the fourth of this group and the only other team not uh, out of this group um, that um, will be legitimately fighting for a championship. I think once you get past these four teams, there isn't, in my opinion, a team that can get to the finals in the East, but there are good teams. Uh, I think the Celtics are the last of that group. There's four, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston, who all um, have legitimate shots um in my opinion, of getting to the NBA Finals. Um, and so Boston right now is the four seed, and like I said, if 
they were to get someone at the deadline, maybe that changes. But since this is what we're working with, this is where we're at. I think Kemba's not having as good of a season as we expected, but Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are making up for it in big strides. Then we have the five seed, which I think is going to be the Indiana Pacers because they have great play out of Sabonis. Um, they got rid of Oladipo, and when Karius Levert is uh, 100% healthy and playing, he'll be probably a better fit for their team, and he's locked in for more years. And, you know, you were going to have to pay Oladipo, and maybe he would have uh, left. So, you know, this is perfect uh, for you guys. The Indiana Pacers got a good piece. They have Turner, Sabonis, Brogdon, uh, TJ Warren. You have a great team surrounding you, and they'll be the five seed, and they'll be a pretty solid five seed. Then we have who I believe will be the uh, sixth seed, and this is just uh, my opinion, the Atlanta Hawks, who are still trying to figure out their situation, but I do think that they can be um, a great uh, team, and I think they can be legitimately one of the best in basketball but, you know, I think sixth seed is where I see them. I don't think they'll, you know, have the greatest uh, playoffs, but I do think they'll get better uh, as the year goes on. So they'll be my sixth. Then we have my seventh seed, which I think will be the Charlotte Hornets, and I think uh, LaMelo Ball has been doing enough to get them to that point. I think, you know, LaMelo has done a lot. Gordon Hayward's playing well. you got some great players. Their team will not... Um, like the Atlanta Hawks win um, or go that far in the playoffs, but they'll be a playoff team for sure. And then my number eight seed, which is a little bit surprising, but I think Derrick Rose helps them a lot, which is the New York Knicks. I think the New York Knicks are in full-on, let's go and you know make the playoffs mode. I don't know if that's the smartest move because they're not going to win the first round, probably, but I do believe being um, the eight seed makes a ton of sense. I think they can just get there. Maybe they, at the deadline, add another piece. But either way, 8th seed. And then Toronto, right now they're the 5 seed. But I think they'll be the 9. And they'll drop. So they're not going to make the playoffs. Then it's going to be the questions, what does Toronto do? Do they get rid of, you know, a lot of their pieces? Do they re-sign Kyle Lowry? They'll have a lot of questions. And Toronto, they'll be the 9 seed. They won't make the playoffs. So if we're looking at the playoff matchups, we have... The New York Knicks taking on the 76ers, which I have 76ers winning. We have the Charlotte Hornets, who are the 7 in this one, taking on uh, the 2 seed, which is Brooklyn. Brooklyn will win that one pretty easily. The 3 seed, Milwaukee, takes on Atlanta, who is the 6 seed, which I think this will be a close one, but Milwaukee will win. 6-7 game series, maybe. Um, you know, they'll uh, get the victory. Milwaukee will move on, and that's that. Then we have our 4 versus our 5, Indiana versus Boston. And when it comes to the playoffs, the Boston Celtics have Indiana's number. I expect this to be a five-game series, the Celtics to be the four seed, and to move on. So then we have the Brooklyn Nets taking on the um, Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Boston Celtics. And so Boston, Philly, I think Boston will win this because I think the Celtics overall have uh, had Philly's number. They're a much better um, playoff team. Yes, during the season, the Philadelphia 76ers have won um, the most recent matchups, both of them. But the Celtics have the edge. Um, they have the experience with the head coaching. Yes, Doc Rivers is an experienced head coach, but Brad Stevens has made the Eastern Conference Finals three of the last four years, so he knows what that's like. Um, and so I would say this is a great matchup, and 
This could go seven games, probably will Celtics win um, seven games. Then we have a less than uh, less um, exciting series, in my opinion, Brooklyn versus Milwaukee, because I think Brooklyn will win this one in five, maybe six games. I don't think Milwaukee will um, get that victory. I think the Brooklyn Nets will take on the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, this series is going to be a tough one because basically the Celtics have a ton of uh, defense with Marcus Smart and Tatum and Brown and their bigs and you know these wings that they have. Um, the Brooklyn Nets obviously have offense and they're a team that can score you know over 100 points in a game and can get 40 a night um, out of uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, or James Harden. And so I think the Brooklyn Nets will win this one. It'll be a seven-game series. This will go back and forth, but the Brooklyn Nets are at this point in time uh, the much better team than the Celtics because of their three-star players. And, you know, I think Brooklyn, if everyone stays healthy, which we're assuming that's going to be the case, uh, can easily, um, you know, have um, success. Um, and the Celtics, unfortunately, will lose in the Eastern Conference Finals once again. So I think Brooklyn moves on to the NBA Finals. Western Conference. Let's move to that side of the, the coin. We have who I believe is the number one seed, although I don't think they'll go as far. Utah Jazz, who are having a great year. They have great help from Gobert, Mitchell, uh, off the bench, Jordan Clarkson. They have uh, Conley. So I think Utah is a good team. They'll be the number one seed, and I think they'll have as good of a, a playoff run as you can expect. So I see them as the number one seed. The number two seed to me is the Los Angeles Lakers, who... Um, are the defending champions, and they only got better. It'll be, you know, a very close matchup between the Lakers and the Utah Jazz in terms of the one seed versus the two seed. And I honestly believe that the Lakers will be maybe a game or two back of um, the Utah Jazz for that one uh, two spot uh, matchup there. And so Lakers will be a two seed, which um, they will um, play um, as the two seed. Then we have what I believe to be the three seed, the Los Angeles Clippers, who, uh, they're a good team. They have a good group of guys. They have a head coach who's had some playoff success with Cleveland. Now, um, you have Kawhi and Paul George, um, and, um, you know, Sergi Baca's in there now. You have Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, a bunch of great players. Um, they are going to be my three seed, and they'll be a solid three seed. Then we have the four seed, which is the Phoenix Suns. And honestly, you know, you have Chris Paul, who was great last year and made his um, OKC Thunder go from a uh, average team to um, a great team. Uh, everyone was expecting them to be bad. They weren't. Um, they made the playoffs as a five seed. Um, I think the Phoenix Suns with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, who are much better than what the... Um, they had last year in OKC. Those guys with Bridges and Cam Johnson and that group is just, in my opinion, far superior um, to everything else. Phoenix Suns, to me, are at this point the four seed. Then we have Golden State Warriors, who I think will end up on uh, the five seed standings. Um, they will be playing the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. And Golden State has had their issues, and without Clay, they're not the same team, but. They'll be a five seed, um, 
and they have James Weissman, who's uh, proving to be a good rookie. They have Andrew Wiggins, who's fit in nicely with this Golden State group. I expect Golden State to be um, a five seed and have, uh, you know, a good uh, NBA season, despite last year not making the playoffs at all. Then, moving on to who I believe the sixth seed, which is the Portland Trailblazers. I think the Portland Trailblazers are a pretty solid uh, team right here at six. I don't really see them uh, going any higher because of the teams mentioned beforehand who are much better in my opinion. Portland has Dame, they have CJ, they have Nurkic, they have um, Covington who's not as good as last year but in the playoffs that could change. They have a great team, good assets, six seed. Then we have my seven seed which is the Denver Nuggets who I think make uh, a ton of sense right here with Murray and Jokic. They are um, a good group and have a ton of talent. Then we go to our eight seed which this could be in my opinion, a few teams, but I'm going to go with San Antonio. Um, San Antonio Spurs somehow seem to find a way to make the playoffs, even though everybody is telling them to rebuild. Um, Greg Popovich just wants his team to do good, and they do. And he's a veteran coach who knows what he's doing. And it seems like every year, you know, since Tim Duncan and Parker and Ginobili have been gone, people expected them to just kind of slip. And they've kind of been up and down, but mostly playoff bound besides uh, last year and so San Antonio Spurs have a pretty solid team they'll be an eight seed um, right there so looking at our matchups number one seed which is the Utah Jazz will take on the number eight seed which is the San Antonio Spurs Utah will win that one in five games um, I think you know San Antonio while they have the better coach they don't have the better team and Donovan Mitchell will be um, insanely good in that series Number two seed Lakers taking on the number seven seed Denver Nuggets, which is a uh, Western Conference Finals rematch. Denver, while they'll probably go to six, maybe seven games, won't win. The Lakers will win. Um, and I think uh, while Denver will be coming for revenge, it just doesn't seem like it'll take place um, at the moment. Uh, number six seed Portland Trailblazers taking on the three seed Clippers. Clippers will get the victory. Um, no questions uh, needed. They're just a better team. And while Damian Lillard will probably have a 40-point game, it won't be enough to get the ball rolling. Uh, Trailblazers will lose in the first round. Then we have the 4-seed versus uh, the 5-seed, Golden State versus Phoenix. And I think Golden State's going to win this series. I think Steph Curry is a playoff machine. Steve Kerr knows coaching in the playoffs. You have Draymond, who's a veteran who knows playoff basketball. Andrew Wiggins uh, will be a nice piece with Kelly Oubre finally figuring out what's going on with his game. So I think I could see Golden State getting the, the five seed over the four seed and moving on to uh, this one. Then we have the Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I think um, in this one we'll start with Utah versus Golden State, and I think Utah is going to get the victory um, while it'll be a close one, seven games, I think Utah just is playing great. Um, and I do see them getting the victory over Golden State. And I think Clay Thompson would have helped. And had Clay Thompson been there, he could have gotten them above that edge, maybe beaten Utah. But no, it's going to be um, outside of Steph and Draymond, not a lot of uh, playoff experience on their team. So Golden State loses to Utah, the one seed. Clippers versus Lakers, this is what we expected last finals. 
As much as I think the Clippers are good, I think the Lakers will win this one in seven games. So we will get the Lakers uh, moving on, facing off against the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. And this one, unfortunately, if you're a Utah Jazz fan, will be a pretty uh, swift exit. Um, Lakers will get a victory, you know, probably be five, maybe six games, but five games um, is probably where they go. Um, I could see Utah winning a game at home, maybe um, winning uh, a game on the road, but it's going to be the Lakers, and they're going to be facing off against the Brooklyn Nets. Now, this is basically two totally opposite teams. You have all offense on Brooklyn and all defense on the Lakers. You have big men in Los Angeles who can easily take over a game. You have offensive weapons in Brooklyn, who can easily take over a game for them. I don't think the Lakers have the offensive weapons that Brooklyn has with Kyrie, Durant, and James Harden. And I don't think the Brooklyn Nets have the defensive pieces like LeBron and Anthony Davis and Montrezl Harrell and Marcus Gasol that all, you know the Lakers have. So this will be a very good series because you have two totally different teams. And, you know, I think there are a lot of egos in... Um, in Brooklyn, and maybe that's not going to be a good thing. Um, but I think you know today's NBA. Um, I think the Brooklyn Nets um, will uh, win a championship, and I think this is important because you have basically Kyrie Irving, who played in Cleveland, was kind of behind LeBron's shadow. He wanted to go and win a championship somewhere else. Kevin Durant was in Golden State, and a lot of people said, "Oh yeah, he bring Chase. He just went to Golden State. He can't win on his own." And this is going to show people that he can. Granted, he has help, but, you know, this is his chance to be like, I can do it without Steph and Clay. And then for James Harden, you know, he's never had that spotlight um, except for um, his early years where he played in the finals against Miami. Um, he's just, you know, been waiting for his chance, and he's had, you know, time and time again chances at getting to the finals and just couldn't do it. I think they're going to get there. I think... Um, their offensive firepower is going to be uh, a lot, and I think it'll be something that the Lakers can't handle to their best abilities. So unfortunately for the Lakers, they're not going to win, and we're going to see um, a victory for uh, Brooklyn, which will be their first championship um, with this group, and they'll probably be the best team out there. Um, I don't think Miami's going to make the playoffs. Um I just don't see them in the East doing uh, good enough to make the playoffs. Um, Dallas isn't in the playoff race right now. Neither is the New Orleans Pelicans, which I think need a year or two to get um, 100% um, better with their young guys maturing more. It'll be a little while before they have um, success. Dallas, I expected them to make the playoffs, but maybe this is an off year and then they do something on the offseason to get much better. Um, so I don't think either of those teams are going to make uh, the playoffs. Um, and so, yeah, I think um, Toronto, like I said, is not going to make the playoffs in the East. I think they're kind of um, losing pieces who really helped them out. You know, they had veterans in Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green and Sergi Baca and Marcus Gasol, and those guys are all gone. And so eventually Kyle Lowry might decide to leave, even though he's been their saving grace for the last several years. Maybe he decides to go to a new location where, you know, Dallas has money or Miami has money. You know, he might decide, hey, let's, you know, try something new. And so Toronto might be 
without Kyle Lowry and then sticking with this group of Siakam, Ananobi, Van Vliet, Norman Powell, and Chris Butcher, which is not a playoff team at all. They're a good team, but not a playoff team. So Toronto, who knows? Maybe they'll trade Kyle Lowry at the deadline and just move on and, you know, decide to shake it up in that way. So we'll see what goes on with them. 